We are on the cusp of a major social change. Do you feel it? Even if you don't, make no mistake, change is coming, and it is going to be unforgettable. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Hart, and here on Prime Spark, where we work with and on behalf of women over 55, I want to help you find that spark that will ignite your way forward, reflect your gifts to the world, and illuminate your path through this next stage of life. Through these podcast conversations, I hope to inspire you to see how you can make a significant contribution to some of the gnarly problems that are facing us right now. Join me, and together, let's discover our Prime Spark. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here with us. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most fulfilling and productive lives now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get going now. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Susan Davis and Cece Stewart, women whose work I greatly admire. Susan M. Davis, a seasoned entrepreneur of 50 plus years, thrives as a co-creator, business and marketing mentor and facilitator. Her company, the Co-Creation Community, now in its 12th year, is fueled by re-inspirement, focusing on women age 55 and beyond. Cynthia C.C. Stewart shines as an acclaimed author, PBS development director, and marketing professional. As the author of several nonfiction international best-selling books for women in business and multiple book contributions, Cece's positive energy and passion for helping women resonates in all her ventures. Together, Susan and Cece co-create Life Matters Workshop, getting your affairs together, together, radiating inspiration and motivation for women over 55 to gain the peace of mind of having their affairs in order and leaving a legacy of kindness for their loved ones after they're gone. Welcome, Susan and Cece. I'm so happy you're here with us today. Thank you. Great to be here, Sarah. Thank you. So just in getting started, let me ask you, do each of you experience getting older? And if you do, what is that experience? And if you don't, why is it that you think that you don't? I've experienced getting older, and most recently after turning 60, uh, for the first time in my life, I was even aware of my age. Before that, I thought I was 30 for the last 20 years prior, you know, but now I I recognize a lot of things, both in the changing of my physical body, uh, health issues, uh, looking down the road at financial security and creating that. So. There's a lot of things that have changed for me as I've moved over that 60-year mark. 
Yeah. And for me, I'm I'm 72 now. And I have noticed that every decade is a change. And it's not always a bad change. In fact, I think it's a I think it's a good change. I I am inspired by the women that I know who are my age or 10 years older, 20 years older, because it is a different chapter and they're doing amazing things. And so I am inspired by them. Although the end does seem closer than it has ever felt before. Well, we don't know any of us when the end is, no matter what our age. But <clears throat> it's accurate that as we get into our 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, the end probably is closer. And that is not a bad thing to realize and to get on with it. Exactly. That's oh. right. I love what you two are doing. I think it is so important and so needed. So why did you decide to create the Life Matters Workshop, getting your affairs together, together, and explain exactly what it means that you do do in that workshop? For myself personally, my goal for many years, for decades, <clears throat> has been focused on helping women. Because as a young mother in my late 30s, just having given birth to my fifth child, my miracle child, we call her, my husband was diagnosed and seven weeks later died from cancer. At that time in our financial career, we had closed several of our RV dealerships and were operating with one of the largest ones and ended up closing that due to economy. That's where we were when he passed away. We did not have our affairs in order. I did not know that he had several hundred thousand dollars owed in state and federal taxes. There was no income. And that was a very desperate, besides the fact of grieving the loss of my very best friend and what, you know, lifelong companion, as I, we always talked about each other, we were going to be together forever. And his life was cut short and I was not prepared. And so I think the fundamental reason for me is to help women not be there to help them have their feet firmly planted on the ground, to know what their finances are, and to have them organized in such a way that they can be at peace and not think about those things for the remaining years of their life. Also, I think just recently, Cece had an experience that reinforced all of that. Why don't you... Sure yes, I was minding my own business, working with Susan, developing this program, and uh, all of a sudden ended up in the emergency room and had a situation occurred with scar tissue from a surgery 40 years prior. I mean, who could ever imagine or plan for that? And I was in the hospital for six days. I, I mean... My mortality crossed my mind more than once. And 
just reinforced again to me in a more current, deeper way that this preparation is critically important to all women and men as well. Um, and so I'm just more committed than ever to make this work for other women and to get this spread out across the nation. Yeah. And my story is a little bit different coming why this has become such an important um, effort for both Cece and me. But for me, back in 2001, my parents both had strokes on the same day. And that was life-changing for them and for our whole family. Because when someone has a stroke, it's like they have been living on Main Street and their whole life and their whole life together. And it's been wonderful. And they have a wonderful, wonderful life doing the, what they're passionate about and, and what they um, just have built together. And then all, in the blink of an eye, they have to move to First Street. And on First Street, everything has changed and they can't get back to Main Street ever. And that's the way my parents were. Now, fortunately, my parents had prepared. They had a living trust. They had things organized. They were very well prepared before the strokes. Their stroke, each of them, I mean, literally on the same day, they had these strokes that knocked them off course onto First Street. And they could not, at that point, get their affairs together. They were incapable of it. Now, they lived for seven more years, but when they passed away, um, within a few months of each other, in uh, 2009, their estate was so well prepared that my sister, uh, my sisters and I had no problem closing things up and moving on and in fact it was even though we were grieving it was almost like a a joyful celebration of their lives together that we were um, able to close up this estate and move on so I had this incredible example of what things should be and I was 50 when this happened. They were in their 70s when the strokes happened. And so now, fast forward uh, 20 years or whatever it is, I am now at 72. And I do have a living trust that we just had updated a year and a half ago. But everything else, I'm not prepared. And so there's so much more that needs to be done and i i need to be like my parents um and so that was the impetus really to start this um life matters workshop because i know i'm not prepared <laughs> and i'm not alone um, most of the women that we have talked to agree 
that they need to get their affairs together. To have that peace of mind that I want to have, that everyone wants to have, so we can live the rest of our time in the moment and having fun and doing what we want to do without worrying about, oh gosh, you know, I don't have all that stuff together yet. And when you talk about getting stuff together, is it just financial stuff? I mean, no. I, I put just in quotation marks because that's a lot, but is it just financial things? No, not at all. In fact, we have created this uh, workshop to cover so many topics beyond finances and beyond estate planning. Um, although we do cover estate matters and we do cover financial matters, but we also are covering end of life matters, choices that we have at the end of our life, like hospice or death. We ha are having a death doula come and present. Um, what kind of funeral choices are out there beyond? cremation and burial um there are so many things what's going to happen to your pets uh what kinds of things do we need to be concerned about getting together for our those left behind about our online presence i mean there's just so many topics and we're broadening it. You know, we we are also learning as we go. We initially set up this pilot workshop to address several topics. Susan has just mentioned some of them or most of them, but we are already expanding and learning and growing our thoughts and ideas and ways that we can help people more fully. Because we really do believe that this is important work. And the people that are in this program with us are all saying the same thing, including some of the professional speakers, such as we had a, a state attorney, a trust attorney that handles primarily elder law. Um, she was impressed with what we're doing and has given great accolades. The same with our financial advisor and investment consultant last week. So we will continue to develop and expand our offerings as we go. Yeah. I work yeah, with women over 55 or 50 and over and over and over when I speak with women about what I do, they don't want to think about getting older. You know, it's just, a, yep. I don't, I don't want to think about this. And I could imagine that that's way heightened when you want to talk to people about making plans for end of life. Um, it do, really you run, do, do you run into that or not? Well, the the way that we've structured this workshop is really, it, it's so powerful. We've structured it in a way that it covers six sessions, and they're every other week for two hours. And the first hour is really a powerful, almost like a group coaching session where we talk about the the topic and the topic of the week before where we had an assignment and we have 
um, exercises or experiences to work on. And the bonding and the support and the the um community the community feel this connection that that this group has formed alleviates a lot of that um that barrier that block to i don't want to think about it and it kind of opens it up to oh my gosh i do want to think about this it is important to i could imagine people feel that way after they're there i'm thinking about people who are looking at a description of what it is and think, whoa, I'm not going there. Um, when My question would be, when will you go there? Will it be when you're in the hospital, maybe dying? I mean, I'm too young to die. I'm not a, I'm definitely have many more years of life, knock on wood, cross fingers and pray, but that wake up call for me to be in that hospital and seriously, you know, you have a mass, uh, you know, it could be cancerous and having lost my spouse and aunt and other people to that demise, it, it is a wake up call. So why not get this part of our life put together and behind us, so to speak, where now I don't have to think about it. It's done. It's I think also it's really interesting that there are so many things that that we need to pay attention to, and that many of us don't until there's some kind of a wake up call. Mm-hmm. That's right. And That's- um, hopefully, we can do we can take whatever action we need to take without having a major wake up call or somebody else's wake up call. Right. Yeah. Um, and right. Often it- Often it is someone else's wake-up call that wakes us up. And the stories that we have heard from so many people, the, every single one of the women, nine women who are in this pilot workshop, each has a unique story of why they are there. And some of them are just heartbreaking. And and the the sessions are very emotional and then the people that we speak to out in the world and talk to about this so many of them have their own stories good bad and ugly i mean it's like there's all kinds of stuff out there and my feeling is we don't know what we don't know until we know it and so having a, a forum where we can learn about the things that we don't know, even the things that we think we know. I thought my, I mean, I felt really confident that I, that my living trust was exactly the way it needs to be until I heard Valerie Logston, the estate attorney speak about trust. And then I thought, Oh, I better check. I better check this and make sure that my trust, even though I was working with an attorney, you know, is the way I really want it to be. Mm-hmm. And the same, it's true. We had Janice Dunn uh, from Dunn and Baird, who is a financial investment advisor. She spoke last week and she was talking about how state and federal laws change all the time and people's investments they need to modify them. They need to make changes. They need to be 
So sticking your head in the sand and saying, I don't want to think about getting old is kind of immature because we're already there and old, old being in quotes, we are not old, we are older. And therefore, let's be wise and make wise decisions about our futures. Yeah. It's interesting, Stacey, because one of my goals with Prime Spark is to change our reaction to being old. Yes, good. I I, I encourage people to use the word old. I was in a long discussion with somebody the other day who wanted to talk about, well, mature. And I said, well, not all old, old people are mature. And some young people are very mature. And then she said, well, wise. And I said, same thing with that. Yeah, some old people who are not wise and some young people. Let's just be old. You know, we're getting older and we are and we're old. And and I think a, a step that we all need to try to take is to. Maybe we talk about young. So so let's yeah. let's learn to talk about old. Well, that's what I like about Prime Spark. You're changing the image of what the word old means. It does not mean dead. Right. You know, yeah. When people say, "I don't want to think about getting older," I say, "Well, okay." And if I'm being a real smart aleck, I say, "You got the two alternatives. Yeah. You can either get older or you can die right now." So you know that that's that's. Your, I try not to say that because that really turns people off. But every <laughs> once in a while, but it's so true. But why do, Why do you call it life matters? It seems to be. I have a couple months ago. I bought a book, and the title is. I'm dead. Now what? And it seems to me it is 180 degrees from life matters, <laughs> but it's, it's the same kind of thing. So how, why life matters? Well, I think I, I love words. I love language. I love to play with words. And I love the fact that matters is both a noun and a verb. And I think that our lives do matter as a verb and it our lives matter at every age and phase of our life and i love the idea that matters are like your affairs the noun is means affairs so life affairs are important and getting them in order is important and knowing what we don't know, you know, being exposed to things that we um, that we may not know in terms of matters that we matters that matter <laughs> that um, that we don't that we may not know about. I so when I first saw that title, one, one of the things I thought about was I so many people, older people that I talked to. The reason why they say, I don't know if they're acting on it, but they say they want to get things in order is they don't want to leave the mess for their kids like they mm -hmm. had. And so exactly. I thought life matters. Life matters to your children. And so take care of this aspect for your children. Um, exactly. Whether you uh, want to do it right now or not, just do it and yeah. get it done. And that's the legacy of kindness. That's the legacy of kindness that my parents left for my sisters and me. It was all done. It was so easy. It was we didn't have to stress or we fight or fight. It was just a beautiful finish to wonderful lives. Right. That mattered. Their lives 
mattered to us. They still do. Right. So so what about each of your professional backgrounds led you to putting this together? Your professional backgrounds. You've talked about your personal backgrounds. How about your professional backgrounds? Well, for me, I, as I mentioned earlier, I've had this decades uh, inspiration to help women. I've done it by writing business books for women. I uh, I was once interviewed on The View, Barbara Walters. I was backstage with Barbara Walters, and I had just lost my husband. I was still nursing my baby, and I, this is primarily women, so I feel comfortable saying this. All I was worried about is, is am I leaking? You know, because right. I'm on television. And after the show was the film was done, uh, we were backstage, and Barbara said. What are you working on next? You're a great writer. What's your next book? And I'm looking at her. She's such a pro. I'm looking at her with uh, just, you know, blank stare. And she said, let me ask you this. What are you passionate about? And right out of my mouth without a thought, I am passionate about helping women to not to have peace and not be in the situation that I, I find myself in right now alone with five children and and no significant income. And so she said, that's a great pace to start. And that was my very first book. I It came to me that night in, in Manhattan in a hotel, woke up in the middle of the night and I had it. I'm going to write a book to help women financially. And I pitched that the next day to the publisher and the agent and the other couple of authors that were in on this book I was being interviewed for. And they said, oh, my goodness, look at it snowing. Isn't it beautiful when it's snow? They just completely ignored me, right? And I couldn't stop this. I had to keep doing it. And so I wrote several books for women. I did public speaking all over the country just to inspire and help women come to their own understanding that they are powerful beings at any age. So that's my story, basically, in a nutshell. Yeah. There's a lot more to it, but yeah. And and for me, um, for so many years, I've been an entrepreneur and I've created businesses and created uh, <clears throat> programs, cur- uh, curriculum, all kinds of of things. I get great joy creating. I am a creator mm-hmm. of packages, programs, businesses, things like that. And I get all jazzed up doing it. Um and I and it I want right now, I want to do what jazzes me up. I want to do what is fun for me to do. And so what's fun for me to do is to create and to co-create because that's really, really where it's at. Something that's meaningful. And a course, a process, a, a program, an ecosystem. This is bigger than a workshop. Oh, it yes. really is. And it's growing faster than we ever thought it would. It's just like, um, and it's multidimensional. It's it's just like growing so well as an ecosystem to help women and other individuals uh to feel this this peace so that they can continue living their lives 
and then when they do go, leave that legacy of kindness. So my professional background in creating and creating structures and frameworks and programs is what I really feel I can bring to the table with our with life matters. One of the things I frequently get asked, not frequently, but I would say often, depending upon who I'm talking to and depending upon the audience, men will say, Sarah, what you're talking about applies equally to men. Why don't you include men? And I say, I don't include men because I'm not a man. And I know what it means as a woman to get older. I don't know what it means as a man to get older. So I suggest if you you sound like you're interested, you go start something for men. So I could imagine that men say to you, wait a minute, we need this just as much as the women do. Why aren't why aren't you including us? Yep. And the first one that said that was my husband. <laughs> and, you know, we've been together for 53 years. And so everything we do is co-created and together. And he says, well, what you're doing is so great. Why are you limiting it to women? And I said to him, well, the pilot is going to be for women. We're, we are targeting women over 55 because we are them. We know this. This group of people. And what we've created I, with the pilot, I don't think that had a man been in the, in the group, in our participants, I don't think we would have had this level of vulnerability, mm -hmm. of connection, openness, uh, openness. <laughs> it would have been a different dynamic. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that in the future, we will be this limited because as we grow to an online platform, an online ecosystem, there will be room for intimate groups of people that may be, you know, people can have the choice. Do I want to be with nine women? Do I want to be with just LGBTQ people? Do I want to be with single men? Do I want to be in a couples group? We can have it all because online we have the ability to facilitate those kinds of more defined groups. And I think that the dynamic will be different. And I think that the the perhaps the presenters will be different. And perhaps the topics may be different. It's interesting because when you didn't, I'm I'm taking responsibility for saying this. Neither of you said this. That in my opinion, if you'd had a typical quote unquote man in your uh, pilot group, you probably would have had a lot of mansplaining going on because a typical man would feel like he needed to explain to all these older women about finances, even if. He doesn't understand half of what they do. So that's my bias. <laughs> As I say, you all didn't say that. I said that, but that's, and I don't think quite the same thing would happen in a male group, although there might be competition. Um, so that would be, be interesting to see. Yeah. And, and in choosing our presenters, because the, the, 
structure of our workshop is an hour of this group coaching, bonding, support, and followed by an hour of a presenter who's a professional and an expert in that field of the topic, and a Q&A. Had we, we have chosen on purpose um, women professionals to be the presenters at this pilot program. And they are awesome. I mean, they are incredible presenters as well as incredible experts. They also are, so far, they've been our sponsors. And that is a lovely thing because that is helping us have funding to grow this um this life matters and after the presentation this past week our sponsor amazing presenter said to us oh my gosh i love what you're doing i love how you're doing it this is so important i want to continue sponsoring you and in fact I want to speak with Baird Wealth Management, the big Which is corporation, a national, company. national corporation, about being a sponsor for what Oh, that's excellent. So so what is going forward, what is your plan with this? Just just as the next couple of steps. I mean, you you may have a very big picture, but what's the next couple of steps? The next just short, immediate steps are we're going to do another one on, you know face-to-face presentation workshop while we are developing and Susan is the the brains behind this part developing this platform which will allow anyone any time of day to log on choose a level of participation and be able to participate in what we're developing and building now we have a professional videographer we're videoing so that we can put clips of that on this platform and it's just it's going to be we see it as a nationwide program that will help generations not just you me our next door neighbor but their families their children um we've seen the other susan's story with her parents is honestly an exception <laughs> uh many of the people that we've talked to their stories have been exactly the opposite where they've been in probate, they've been fussing with their relatives, they've been paying $20,000 just to get some of the things finished that we complete in our workshop. So we see this as as growing exponentially. It sounds, it'd be fun to think about, and you probably are, I mean, you said this about generations, but one of the things people say to me is, why don't I include younger women in some of my work? Because they also need to understand about ageism if they are to help do away with it before they get to that point. So I could imagine that some younger people would really benefit from hearing this. It's sort of like planning for financial retirement before you're 58. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a little late. I mean, it's better then than never. Um, But But you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I could, we're we're out of time. I could imagine people might want to get in touch with you. How could they do that? Easiest way is lifemattersworkshop.com. And on that website, 
there are contact contacts. There's more information about what we're doing. There's a way to talk directly to us to book a, a discovery session uh, for both participation uh, is sponsors, presenters. We're available to talk with people. And the website kind of gives an overview. And there's also a place to get on our list so that when the online uh, platform launches, we can let everybody know. Fantastic. So that's our time today. Please join us again. You can find our Prime Spark podcast on every popular outlet. Find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. Thank you so much to my guests today, Susan Davis and Cece Stewart. And don't forget, you can find them at lifemattersworkshop.com. Go there, sign up for the for the um, email list so you can know when the online work is going to be done, if that's the way you'd like to do it. So thank you for being with us, everybody. Spread tolerance and love. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to stay updated, you can head over to my website, primesparkwomen.com, and get my free spark guide, Seven Questions to Ignite Your Spark, to help you discover your own spark. See you in the next episode.